Hey guys, so most of you might remember that this is one of the oldest episodes on my podcast, one of the most watched episodes on my podcast, um, but I accidentally deleted it, so I'm just recording this to let you guys know, um, and I know I've been gone for a while, sorry about that, but I'm gonna post this, um, repost it, uh, and yeah, so it's going over top 16 quarterbacks going into 2021-2022 NFL season. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Deep End. My name is Bryce, and today we have a very special guest coming on the show. We have Tevis, the NFL expert. I used air quotes right there. Uh, Hello, but everybody. anyways, we are going to so basically what we've done is we have both made lists of our top 16 quarterbacks going into next season so our predictions and we are going to read them off to each other and see if we have the same picks which we probably won't or and we're probably going to debate about a few so with that being said let's head into it ready tevis go go bryce let's go okay so what we're going to do is I will say mine, and then he will say his, and then back and forth like that. So, number 16. Ooh, Sam Darnold. I have Sam Darnold at 16 going into next season. And why? Why is your 16 ranked quarterback, Bryce? Well, now, like, he has a lot of help mm-hmm. with the Panthers. He has DJ Moore, which is an amazing receiver, and he's really young, so... I think they're going to be an amazing duo. Uh, they do have a pretty good defense. Uh, Sam Donald is going into a great atmosphere here with the Carolina Panthers, and it's going to be really fun to see him play, and I think he's going to do really well. Tevis. Solid pick. What are your thoughts on that? And you're number 16. It's a solid ranking for 16. I think it's a very fair place for Sam Donald. Okay. My, my 16th is going to be uh, Carson Wentz, now quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. I think because... He had a terrible offense around him last year. He didn't have any receivers that can really help him out and stretch the field off. Um, so he really struggled last year for sure. But also, he didn't play very well either. So he should have kept his turnovers down, his fumbles down. He really struggled with that. But he's still a great quarterback who is now in a great situation to kick ass next year. Bryce, your thoughts on that ranking for Carson? Okay, so that is a reasonable pick. Because now going into the Colts, he does have a great receiver core around him, especially with T.Y. Hilton, who is another young receiver that is going to be very good with Carson Wentz. But I really don't see him being in the top 16. Mm. Mm. Maybe, like, in the top 20. But we'll have to see how he plays next season. I can agree with that pick. All right, moving on, Bryce. Number 15. You know, he is getting pretty old. Uh, I hate to put him here, but Big Ben Roethlisberger coming in at number 15. Uh, so, after that big loss in the playoffs last season and a terrible ending to their season, team morale is probably going a little down. Chemistry might be roller coasting here throughout the offseason, and I feel like Big Ben and his leader position is is either struggling or helping them a lot. We're going to have to find out this season if he can hold it together and still be a top, still be a upper half NFL quarterback. But 
just like all the other, just like every single player in the league. It's going to be very fun to see how they play this season and what they can do. So, yeah, I got to say, right, that might be a little high for Big Ben. You know, 15, a little high for him. He needs to be a little lower down that list. He did not have a great year last year. He was really kind of carried by the short passing game they had. And once other teams figured it out, they couldn't do anything. But maybe a little high. I yeah yeah I know but he they did add some really good picks in the draft they they did get some really good receivers and, and pretty good running backs so Ben Roethlisberger I think with a little more help around him can be top half NFL quarterback. All right, my fifteen is going to be Captain Kirk Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings number fifteen had a great year last year people didn't really recognize that but he did have a great year. Last year alone, he put up 35 touchdowns to 13 picks. That's nearly a 3-to-1 touchdown-interception ratio. That's phenomenal. Um, the Vikings were not a very good team as a whole last year, but you can't put that all on Kirk because the defense struggled. I think, again, they'll have another good year with a growing defense that's really young and hungry. And Kirk still has Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, a good receiving core there, and Dalvin Cook, of course. So he'll be ready to go next year, have another good year for sure. Going into year, I think this is going to be year Eight or nine for Kirk. Okay, Tevis, that is an okay pick. Now, the reason I say that is because most of quarterbacks in the league are overlooked upon because they don't have help around them. Kirk Cousins is overlooked upon because people recognize that he does have a lot of help around him, and he's doing okay. He's doing great. He has great receivers and a great defense with him. Mm Mm-mm. Not a good defense. He does have a good defense. Their defense was one of the worst in the league last year. Well, that's last year. Remember, Tevis, this is predictions. So, Kirk Cousins, I do like him. I think he has... I think in the other half of his career, career, can't talk, he was a very good quarterback, very elite quarterback, but I don't really see him being in the top half. Of the NFL okay. the quarterback race. All right, moving along, Bryce. All right, 14. Uh, quick notice. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to be a very long episode. Number 14. This man just lost probably the biggest help and one of the only helps he had. Matt Ryan. I hate to see Julio go. Probably the only help that Matt, that Matt had. And, it, it, like, it's going to be weird to see Matt perform without that great receiver because Julio was not only a great receiver, he was a good leader too. He did provide a great locker room presence. Now, I do think Calvin Ridley could provide some good receiverness thing. I don't know. I don't know how to talk. So, Calvin Ridley, I do have high hopes for him. He could become a very good receiver and it's going to be very exciting. I know I've said that a lot, but it will be to see Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley working together a lot more than they did last season. Well, Bryce, don't forget that they did draft Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Tight yes. one of the best prospects coming out, so that's a good, good pick by you. Yes. 14 for me is going to be uh, Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. He had, another, he had his first really great year the past year. 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He really played well. Um, they did run the ball a lot, which really helped him out. They used the play-action pass to really give him a really great chance to take advantage of the downfield concepts with Jarv- Jarvis Landry. Uh, who's the other third receiver? 
Odell. Odell, of course, but the other third guy really stepped up. Oh, Rashad Higgins stepped up big time last year for he them did. as well. He did. And then Austin Hooper, of course, and David Njoku were both very solid in their roles last year. So, great supporting cast. They're a really hungry team. They took the Chiefs to the wire in the playoffs last year. So, Baker's the main leader for them. He'll have another good year this year. And watch out for the Browns again, upcoming. You know, I don't agree with that pick. I feel like Baker should be a lot higher. Because, remember, I know I've said this a lot, but we're going into next season. Mm -hmm. Baker and his guys... Their confidence is rising so much because everyone in the Browns' confidence are all so cocky. Mm-hmm. But their confidence is getting really high, and they're looking they're out for blood this season. So is Baker Mayfield. I feel like he should be a lot higher, but I definitely like how you even put him on this list. I definitely like that. He should be a lot he should be a lot higher, but I agree with that pick. Okay. Number thirteen. Okay, so we really didn't get to see much of him last season. I hope I have high hopes for him this season. Joe Burrow is my number 13. And the reason for this is he is coming back. And from the little we saw from him last season, he put up such great numbers for a rookie. He got injured that end of his time season. It was so sad to see because of how good he was doing. He, his receivers are pretty good. His defense is okay. But he still managed to make the most out of all of that and have a great first year. It's going to be amazing to watch him come back and put up a great year this season and be a top half quarterback. Now, but he did have a really major injury last year, Bryce. Yes. Toward ACL and his MCL. So that's a hard injury to recover from. So I think he's definitely up there. I didn't put him on my list in the top 16 because of the injury. But I know he has the potential to rock out and easily be a top 10 quarterback next year. 13 for me is going to be Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, last year may have been his best season as a quarterback so far in the NFL. Um, He led the league in yards per attempt, which is a really great stat for quarterbacks. That means he's throwing the ball down the field constantly and not dinking and dunking his way through drives. He had a good touchdown-interception ratio with 27-9, which is a 3-to-1 ratio. Very, very good. And again, he pushed the ball downfield. He really attacked... The uh, opposing defenses that he played, and he played well. Another good year for him, and he's always been a very consistent quarterback through his eight or so years in the league. You know, I can agree with that pick. Derek Carr has been a very overlooked quarterback, and now that they did beat the Chiefs in the regular season, I feel like they have have been getting a lot more attention. Same with Derek Carr. He does have a great tight end with him, which is helping him a lot. But I really don't think he should be in the top half. I do think he should get a lot more respect, though. He he is a great quarterback. Where would you put him then, Bryce? Definitely in the top 20. Okay. 15 to 20 range. All right. But he's not in the... No, 17 to 20 range. Okay. Moving on. Number 12. Ooh. Great third-year quarterback. Had a great year last season. Although one of his throws was really... uh. Gave a lot of credit to him, which shouldn't have been credited to him. Kyler Murray with the Hail Murray, even though that was all kind of DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray is going to be a great 30-year quarterback. He is getting a lot more experience in this league. What I saw from Kyler Murray in college is that he could read defense and he knew what players like to do. So now going into his third year in the NFL, he probably has realized what a lot of players on a lot of different teams 
like to do and know and know how to do really well and he's probably going to try to attack them at their weak weaknesses which I've always loved Kyler Murray for doing. He no matter no matter what the challenge is, he always goes and I know that sounds really corny but he always goes and kills it. And it's going to be it's going to be really interesting Kyler Murray season because they have added a lot of pieces this offseason. He may get overlooked because JJ Watt and D-Hop have been having great seasons. So, Kyler Murray, I think will do really well. That is way too low a price for Kyler Murray. The dude is a dual threat who can throw it, run it. He can do whatever he wants. He's got a better throwing motion than Lamar Jackson. He's got to be higher up there overall, but he's still young. But, man, that's tough. Yes, and that is the main reason why I put him down here because Kyler Murray, we have not seen his like true, true potential yet, so I really don't think it is reasonable to put him in the top 10 yet. But I think in a few years he could be a top 10, maybe even 7 quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right, mine, mine for 12 is going to be Mr. Tom Brady out of Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, really not a great year for him last year. People think he was the one carrying the Buccaneers last year. It really wasn't. It was their awesome defense, their number one ranked defense for basically the entire year. And, again, his unbelievable weapons, that receiver and tight end, Gronk, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Those guys were the ones who were really carrying him. And, again, they figured out the running game later in the year. And the play-action game was just working so much easier as they got in the playoffs and late into the regular season. With that, it just it's hard to beat. Tom Brady can pick apart any defense. He's still really talented. Just he didn't have that good of a year that people think. You know, he almost blew the game for them against the Packers in the championship game where he threw three interceptions. Really didn't play well at all. And the other guy, the other quarterback in the field, Aaron Rodgers, kicked his ass on that on that day. But he still he still lost. So number twelve for me. I think he's a pretty fair ranking for Tom Brady. You know, that is a great spot for him, and I really can agree with you on that one. He w- he was getting carried by his offense, especially his D-line that season, and he they the Buccaneers have added so many pieces over that offseason sure. that it just, every, the bandwagon of Tom Brady came with those pieces, mm-hmm. and Mike Evans was really doing a great job, but just like a bunch of quarterbacks, this receiver who has always been doing good was being overlooked by the Tom Brady bandwagon and I feel like he deserves a lot more credit because he was definitely the star of that team mm-hmm. so that is a great place for him and speaking of Tom Brady number 11 it's gonna be Tom <laughs> wow. for me Tom Brady is number 11 for me so I really don't think you could uh, like disagree with that one since we're so close but just like my reasons for putting him there are just what me and Tevis just talked about, about Tom Brady. Obviously, Tom Brady is a very consistent quarterback. He always has been. But I feel like this season, the, the last season, he was not an elite, which we haven't seen from him in years. So next season probably won't do even as good as this season he did, which wasn't very good. So... It is going to be awesome to see the downfall of Tom Brady. Sorry for all you Tom Brady fans out there, but it's going to be awesome to see that. Okay, who is your number 11? My number 11 is going to be Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys. He had a great start of the year last year. There's no yes, denying he that. He was just the one carrying the team. Their defense was one of the worst in the league for the first half. Um, so he was the one carrying them. He played, I think, five or six games. He was phenomenal in all those games. And was the one reason why they won two 
two games out of their first six, I believe. So he was their carrying force. He got hurt, unfortunately, and he'll be back hopefully next year. It might be a while before we see him at a at hundred percent. You know, like Dak Prescott, we're no we're used to now, but he'll get there eventually, and he'll be the one again carrying the load for the Cowboys because their defense is still in a rebuild type mode. You know, all the points you made there were great, but. I feel like, given those points and given the things you just said about him, really makes him seem like a, like a way greater quarterback than just a, than not even a top 10. Because just like Baker Mayfield, Dak is out for blood. He barely got to play any games last season. He is going to make the most out of these games. And like Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott can basically do whatever he wants. He can throw on the run. He can throw normally and nail the pass. He can scramble, and with his O-line back, Mm -hmm. it's going to be really fun to see him play. Well, two points is Dak is coming off a major injury, Bryce. That's why I put him down a little bit. That's why you put Joe Burrow down. Injuries a little hurts the prospect for the full year. And number two, his offensive line really isn't that good anymore. It used to be the best in the O-line, but that was years ago. Now, currently, it's probably an average line to maybe slightly less than average line. So it's going to have to be him carrying a load with his three top-end receivers he's got there as well. Okay, so that was a reasonable explanation and pick for Tevis. I still do have him higher, but we'll see what the rest of these lists hold. Now, coming in on number 10. Yeah, 10. Don't know how to count. Didn't pass first grade. Coming in on number 10. I know, Tevis, you love him so much. But I think he barely made it into the top ten with me, Josh Allen. Wow. Wow. Got any Disagree with that one, Bryce. Okay, now, if we – I'm pretty sure everyone has seen the clip of Stephon Diggs watching Chief Celebration. We all saw that. I think we all know what was going through Stephon Diggs' mind all he said to himself was probably, I'm going to get better. I'm going to beat them. Stefan Diggs has probably one of the highest work ethics on the Bills, if not the. And probably one of the highest work ethics for a receiver in the league. And with that, Stefan Diggs is probably going to carry the Bills next season. Yes. Last season, Josh Allen had a great season. Probably, definitely the best season he's ever had. And I, I think he will continue to be a great quarterback. But Stephon Diggs is carrying the load cur- currently. Maybe in a few years, Josh Allen can rise to be better than, Ste- than Stephon Diggs. But going in next season, I, I have Josh Allen on my 10. Probably have him in wow. the top five. I mean, Bryce, he dominated. He, it, wasn't him, it wasn't Stephon Diggs carrying Josh Allen. It was Josh Allen carrying the Bills. They had the most... They threw the ball the most out of any team last year. You know why? They had an awful running game. They couldn't get any yards on the running game at all. It was him and his right arm just carrying the Bills team. It wasn't Stephon Diggs. He was a great addition. He helped Josh Allen a lot. But it was Josh Allen carrying Stephon Diggs and showing why he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league going into this year. Great points. But I stated my opinion. I feel like you had some great points. I had some great points. I feel like Josh Allen will be a great quarterback, probably top five on my list in 2022-2023 season. But currently, Josh Allen is top 10, and he will be a great quarterback. But currently, he is, he is really good. But 
All right. His potential has not been fully shown. Well, my number 10 going to be Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. He proved everyone last year why he is really one of the top-tier quarterbacks in the league. You know, when he has an actual weapons around him, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, those type of guys, and a great running game, of course, with Derrick Henry, that he can really be a great quarterback. And everyone's been doubting him since he was in Miami. Nobody really thought he was a legitimate quarterback in this league. But once he got to Tennessee, he has really proved everyone wrong so far. I mean, he led the league in yards per attempt in 2019 with 9.6, which is crazy. It went down a little bit this year to 7.9, which still is really good for a quarterback like him. And again, he just has a great touchdown-interception ratio, 33-7. to Took care of the ball really well. And again, he'll be one of the top-tier quarterbacks again going into this year because of Julio Jones now and A.J. Brown, which is probably one of the most dynamic duos in the league at the moment. That is a very good spot for him at number 10. I do have him a little bit higher, but Ryan Tannehill, great spot for him. Ryan Tannehill did show us that he is a capable quarterback of making very important throws, and he is not pressured when when he's not like severely just breaking down when the pressure is on him and he needs to make a big moment and make something happen. That is a great spot for him, Tevis. I fully agree with you. Thank you. Okay, number nine. Now. Like I said, he deserves a higher spot. Where you put him does not show his true talent. Number nine, I have Baker Mayfield. Mm. Now, Baker, yes, I know he is probably not even in the top ten for you for most of you guys' lists, and especially not Tevis's list. But Baker Mayfield has shown us that just like Ryan Tan- Tannehill, he is capable of doing practically anything. Yes, his deep game does need a little work. His short game and his medium game is amazing though. And he is a very he is a very capable scrambling quarterback. Although we didn't see much of that from him last season, he can break out the season and have an amazing season and I think all of you will change your opinions about him and he will be top seven quarterback very soon. Well, he had a great year last year, so there's no doubt about that. So, um, Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, Baker is one of my guys. I think he's a great quarterback, too. So hopefully he'll continue that next year. Okay. Nine for me is going to be the quarterback of the Chargers, Justin Herbert, number nine. Man, what a a rookie year for this guy. 31 touchdowns, 10 picks, very efficient with the ball, really shredded some defenses up last year. And it really came down to their coaching and the way they managed the offensive game plan for these guys. I mean, they didn't really maximize Herbert's potential, even though we put up great numbers. I mean, their team still lost a bunch of games in typical Chargers fashion. But he's still he's got a great, great year, um, a lot of potential for this guy, and he's clearly going to be probably around top five next year if he keeps his up and has some actually maybe a good – Good winning year for these guys. Yeah, great pick there. I fully agree with you, except on one part. Mm-hmm. Moving into number eight, that is where I have Justin Herbert. Oh, wow. Wow. Did you, did you see my list before this? No. But Justin Herbert, I fully agree with all the points Tevis just made. He completely nailed Justin Herbert, what, what he's about. He is a great passing quarterback, and he can practically do it all. 
next season, all of those, all that, all the things you can do are going to be like completely just added into this perfect, just talent NFL quarterback. He's going to be amazing. He is amazing. And Justin Herbert is amazing. I know I've said, I, I just said that twice, but I fully agree with all the points Tevis made. He has a great, not a great team, but he still managed to be great. He is a great quarterback. He is an amazing quarterback, and he's going to be probably in the Hall of Fame. Once Whoa. I know wow. that's a big step. That is a big step, but Old only prediction. a second year quarterback, but he will be. Okay, well, you just did your eight. I'll do my eight now, I guess, too. So mine is Matthew Stafford, now of the Los Angeles Rams. He has been in some terrible spots with the Lions over his 10, 11-year career now. Hasn't really been in the playoffs very often, but has always been the one, the constant force of this Lions organization. Always putting up good numbers, always carrying the team to a certain extent. Um, has never got the credit he deserves as being an absolute baller at the quarterback spot. But, again, he'll be – he'll be the Rams and him are going to be a perfect fit. Sean McVay is one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. They already have a great supporting cast there, a great creative running scheme there as well, and obviously the top three defense as well. So going into this year, it's going to be his best spot he's ever been put in so far in his career, and he's going to dominate and really show why he deserves a spot at, in top ten. You know, that was that is a great position for him. I do have him a little higher. But Matt Stafford... He's going into an atmosphere where nothing can really go wrong for him. Jared Goff really was a one-hit wonder with the Rams with their Super Bowl run. I feel like with Matt Stafford of how experienced and have how experienced he is and how much of a leader he is, he will be an amazing role in the Rams' already amazing offense and defense. It's going to be a really great year for them, and I'm, ex- I'm so excited to see what Matt Stafford can do with the Rams. Now, with that said, number seven, going into my number seven, I have Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson needs serious work on, work on his throwing game. Now, Lamar Jackson is probably one of the best defense readers in this game, in, in the NFL. That is why he's such a good scrambler. He can read those QB spies and all those cornerbacks and safeties that are probably going to be rushing for him once he scrambles, and he knows how to move around them. Yes, his throwing game needs a little work, but I do believe he is a top-seven quarterback. That's why I put him at number seven. Lamar Jackson can do so many things, and he has a great receiver core. No, great defense with him. Their offense does need a little work, but so far I think the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are doing great. It's probably a little low for Lamar. I mean, you can't put all the throwing stuff on him. He's got a very... You know, different offensive scheme with Greg Roman as the OC. I mean, a great running scheme, of course, but their passing concepts are not great. So they don't really give Lamar a great chance to succeed, but still a fair ranking for Lamar number seven. My number seven is going to be Russell Wilson of the Seahawks. Last year, really good year for the most part. A typical Russell Wilson experience there at Seattle. Really good stats, really good numbers. The one thing with Russell, though, is... The first time, I mean, probably the first time I've ever seen him really throw a lot of interceptions, turn the ball over a lot. He had a stretch of a few games where he was tossing picks left and right, thumbing the ball here and there. 
it's very odd to see Russell Wilson do that. You know, he's been such a consistent force so far in his career. And, you know, I knocked him down a few points for that. You know, couldn't beat the Rams in the playoffs, which really is a tough, tough one. But their defense is also very good. But again, another great quarterback who's going to be another top one again this year for sure. Well, the points you made are very great, but it's he's still Russell Wilson. He's still an amazing QB that can do it all. He can escape the run game like that mm-hmm. with an instant. One, if you look from a D-line's eyes, first of all, you're going to be seeing Russell Wilson, and the D-lineman is about to get a sack. <laughs> and then next... Russell Wilson is going to be taken off down the sideline, completely evading that. Mm-hmm. I know you said that he got sacked a lot and fumbles a ton, but that was last season where his O-line, nah, not mm-hmm. good at all. So I feel like if they get a few more, if they add a little more pieces to their O-line, Russell Wilson will be great, and he is great, but he will be even better because of the pieces around him, which is a very Great thing to have as a quarterback. You need pieces around you or you not succeed at all. Mm-hmm. All right. With number seven in the books, coming down to number six, after he joins the Rams, this is going to be awesome. Matt Stafford coming in on my number six. You had him at number eight. But Stafford, what's a, what an experienced, amazing vet that can take the Rams to the Super Bowl again. With how great they are doing, how great they did last season with their superstar defense and with the and with additions of receivers, another vet and leader like Deshaun Jackson is going to be an amazing option for Matt Stafford to throw to, and he's going to have an amazing time and play for the Rams. That is my number six. I agree. My number six is going to be. Kyler Murray of the Cardinals, man, what a year he had last year. It's, It was a crazy year for him. I mean, absolutely took storm, took the league on notice last year with his performance. A solid touchdown interception ratio of 26 to 10, very good, and also added a lot of rushing yards and rushing TDs as well. I mean, he can do it all. He's almost another version of Lamar Jackson in a way, just maybe a little bit shorter, but he can do it all. He can throw the ball anywhere on the field. Has a great team around him last year. And it was really just they couldn't get it done at the end of the year. Not all on Kyler for sure. Their team's going to grow. Cliff Kingsbury's going to help grow the offense as well, make it a little bit more diverse and creative. But again, he'll be another great quarterback this year. Could possibly slide in the top five going into next year. So, Yeah, but just like I said with my pick when I put him – at 12, we really haven't seen his true, true potential, and that's what I really want in a quarterback. I want to see what they are truly capable of before I put him in a spot like number six. I think we've but, seen enough, though. I think we've seen enough of Kyler at this point that he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks going forward. Have you not seen enough, Bryce? I think I've seen enough. Okay, well, with that in the books, I feel like that was a good spot for Kyler Murray. I probably will have him there in a few years, but right now, just... Not enough for me. I know I have really high standards, but I don't care. Number five, I have Deshaun Watson. Now, with literally no one around him in Houston, which he probably will be leaving very soon, um, and so 
let's take this from a different standpoint. Everyone knows that he's going to be leaving the Texans. So let's take a team that he will be going to. Completely new atmosphere for him. I know it's going to be the same for Matt Stafford, but Matt Stafford is a complete leader and has way more experience. But back to the Sean Watson. Sean Watson it doesn't have much experience in the league. Yes, he is definitely not a rookie or a second-year player, but he has been kind of like not really trying his hardest because he just wants to get out of Houston. I feel like mm. once he gets back, once he gets into an atmosphere that will be great for him and he has great receivers and a great defense, uh, he will thrive and be back in the top three, honestly. But for now, I have him at top five. I mean, this man threw for nine touchdowns. He threw for 4,823 yards. Yes, seven interceptions, but again, no, not really any receiver core around Just him. nine touchdowns in a year? Are you sure? Oh, no, not him. He threw for 33 touchdowns. <laughs> there you go. He's looking at Dak stats. <laughs> threw for 33 touchdowns, um, and he, his passer rating was insane. 112.4. That is an amazing passer rating. But anyways, what is your top five? I mean, five. My number five is going to be Lamar Jackson. Another great year from him. A slightly, a slightly down year from his MVP year a year ago, but still another great year for him. Again, I think the main issue right now for Lamar and the Ravens is just the creativity of the passing game. It's just the passing concepts are just not there they really got to work on that with Greg Roman as the OC. He needs to expand those concepts and make it easier. They don't have they don't have no easy completions on their team. Now again, they did add some nice receiver weapons this year with with, with uh, Rashard Bateman, their number one pick out of Minnesota. He'll add some nice juice to their team, and also Sammy Watkins on the Ravens as well. So they added a few weapons here and there. Again, just expand the passing concepts again, and Lamar will have another a better year than he did this year and get some more creativity on their squad. Yeah, great pick there. Number four. I know kind of flying through this now, but number four, I have Dak Prescott. Now, Dak, just like Joe Burrow, Burrow, we didn't didn't get to see much of him. He really, yeah, he really only played a few games. But in those few games, look at these stats. Nine touchdowns, four interceptions, and a a pass rating of 99.6. In those few games, 99.6 pass rating is insanely good. And next season is going to make a huge comeback. And those stats will be times 100 million. Those stats are going to be way higher. I know, obviously, because he's going to play a full season, hopefully. But because he's going to be even more versatile with everything. I mean, aren't you worried about his leg, though, Bryce? I mean... That's yes, a big-time injury to come from, and he's not going to be 100% to start the year. Probably not for a few games into the season he'll be 100%. And maybe if, maybe, a bit, maybe longer than that. So it's tough for Dak. Okay, who's your number four? Number four, Deshaun Watson, number four. He tore it up last year on one of the worst teams in the NFL. The uh, no defense, very limited offense, and not much running game either to bank on for Deshaun as well. So he led the league in yards per attempt at a pretty crazy number of 8.9. So that, for a team like that, which very limited weapons, very limited people to work with, to be the lead, the league leader in yards per attempt is pretty crazy. That just shows you that he doesn't carry as very limited 
receivers and tight ends. He's chucking the ball downfield, trying to make plays for his, his very weak squad. So hopefully he can figure out this stuff with, with legal this year. Hopefully he can get to a different team and play because he is truly one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch in the f- league right now. I I cannot argue with that pick at all and what you just said. That mm-hmm. is a great explanation of of Deshaun's game and what he is all about. Great pick. Number three, Russell Wilson coming in at number three for me. He, he like I like I went against your pick for him, which was very which was way too low. Those those reasons really show why Russell Wilson is going to be a top tier quarterback. Like he has shown how much better his his sack evasive game is getting every single season if that continues to go up he is going to be an amazing scrambler and going to get away from practically every sack ever he will make some bad throws here and there but don't does doesn't every quarterback tevis he's going to have fumbles there but doesn't every quarterback tevis so russell wilson is going to have a great year next season i feel like you put him a little too low but Number three is where I have him. No, and again, he, he got, threw for 4,212 mm-hmm. yards, 40 touchdowns. Pretty good. But 13 interceptions. Now, he did get sacked 47 times last 47. year and then 48 the previous year. So he's still getting sacked quite a lot for how but good he is. But that is not his fault. It's that not, is his not all lines. his fault, but certainly a big chunk, well, a small chunk of his sacks is his fault. So, But he's still, yeah, good pick, Bryce. I can, I can agree with Russell being number three. My number three, or four, we're on three, right? We are on three. Yes, my three. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. This is an easy pick. There's no doubt about it. I mean, just absolutely tore it up last year. He averaged almost 300 yards a game passing at 284. Had a QB rating of 107.2. His QBR was 81, which is a hard number to get for a QBR. So absolutely tore up the league with almost 40 touchdowns to 10 picks. Just dominated everybody he played. And again, as I said before, he didn't have really any help in the running game. It was really all on his big right arm. And he really dominated and really showed everybody why he's a top quarterback. And now I think going into this year, his stats are probably going to take a dip. I think they have to change up their philosophy on offense. They can't be passing the ball nearly every play like they did the past year. They have to get the running game going with Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. They have to play better. And the old line needs to open up some holes for those guys because there really was not much to work with in the run game for the Bills. So just get the play-action game going, helping him out so he doesn't have to throw the ball every single play like he did last year. Okay. I don't agree with that pick, but I do agree with the points you made. Number two. Oh, two. This is really practice. I'm pretty sure everyone has... These two players that I have in my top two and their top two, but it's a matter of where they have them. Number two, you're going to hate me for this, so I, I think you know who's coming up, Tevis. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Now, you might be saying, screw you, Bryce, which I can completely understand, but he does have 15 years of experience in the NFL. Now, with those 15 years, his age is going up. Which means his, 
I know you're going to hate me even more for this, but his talent is going down mm. because of how old he is getting. Oh, man. Now, I know we have seen that... I know we have seen that QBs like Tom Brady can hold it together in their 40s, but Aaron Rodgers... He does have a great offense around him. An amazing offense around him. Probably the best offense in the league. But we are going off of how QBs are playing. Not how offenses are playing. So, with that said though, I still love Aaron Rodgers. He is an amazing quarterback. Definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. Last season, his QB rating was an impeccable 121.5. He only threw 5 interceptions. He threw for 4,300 yards and 48 touchdowns. Great season from him last season. I feel like he can do something like that again. Bryce, can you remind me who won the MVP award last year? Tevis, MVP does not say everything about next season. No, it does not, but it does show. You brought up a point that he was losing talent as he gets older, which, again, I, I think that refutes the point that he won the MVP last year at age 35, 36, and he's that was one of his best years of his career. So don't you think the older it gets, the better it gets, actually, for Aaron Rodgers? Well, I can see that point because of how much more experience he's getting and how well he's getting to know these these players, especially rookies, of how they like to play. So I can't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I can't agree with that pick. I mean, point, but I see him at number two. Okay. My number two is going to be Mr. Patrick Mahomes from the Chiefs. Another great year for Patrick Mahomes. There's not much you can critique him on from this year. I mean, everything was great. He had the best touchdown to interception ratio in the league with 38 to 6, which is just crazy for him. Um, again, a great offense around him, too. Tyreek Hill. I mean, they have a, a million different people to go to on this team. So it's just, it's crazy that this team is in existence right now. And again, they'll, they'll be great this year. Um, but. Not my, not my number one guy. Not my number one guy. Okay. Wow. I think everybody knows who is my number one. And no, I am not being biased. This is actually I kind of am. But this is being pure off talent. He is in. He is like 25 or 26. And he is putting up these numbers, Tevis. 66.3%. That is not his passer rating. That is his efficiency. Mm. That is over half. I don't think you understand, Tevis, how good, insanely no, good that is. That's why it's number two for me, Bryce. And like that's you why said, it's number two. And like you said, touchdown interception radio, 38 to 6. 4,740 yards this season. Yeah. Last season. Yep. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He's going to be next season. Obviously, A-Rod probably will climb on top of him in probably the next few seasons. But right now, going into next season... Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, and like I said, he is so young. If he continues to be this versatile and this great, he is going to be in the Hall of Fame and in in probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Wow. I know that that is high hopes for him going into probably his only fifth or fourth year, but Patrick Mahomes is great. Well, I know he, how he, I know who you have coming yep, in. My number one. one, or just ours flip flopped, but mine's gonna be Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I actually made a mistake on number two. I said Patrick Mahomes had the best touchdown to interception ratio. It's actually Aaron Rodgers with a forty-eight to five touchdown interception. That's just 
That is unbelievable. That's almost unheard of. They throw 48 touchdowns and only threw five interceptions. That is supremely efficient. That's supremely accurate. I mean, you can't ask any more from a quarterback in this league. He completed over 70% of his passes, which is the highest rate in the league as well. Um, his yards per attempt was also very good at 8.2. Yards per completion was 11.6. All great numbers for this guy. I mean, he's the MVP. And this is his year... That was year 15 for Aaron Rodgers, and he's still dominating the league. No one can really stop him. The only thing that can stop him is his offensive limitations. I mean, he has Devontae Adams, which is a stud receiver. Aaron Jones is another good running back. But other than that, man, they don't have a whole lot to help him out. I mean, Alan Zard, a very good number two. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, a good number three. But... No one's going to really help him out besides Devontae. No one's going to make the consistent plays that players like the Chiefs have, like Tyreek, Demarcus Robinson, um, Travis Kelsey. They, he doesn't have those guys on his roster to really make separation plays and make big down-the-field plays for his team like Aaron Rodgers doesn't have. So number one guy for me, it's pretty clear that he's still a step above everyone else on this list. And... Hopefully he plays for the Packers next year. I can't imagine him playing anywhere else besides Green Bay. Well, he has said he wants out. So I know. Because it is probably the most infamous, infamous NFL meme that the Packers completely stopped riding the tracks in the playoff run right as they reach mm-hmm. the NFC Championship, which sucks to see. But with those points being made in our top 16, it is time to move on to our three honorable mentions. Now, these honorable mentions were not given out for our three who would have come in at 17, 18, and 19, or at least mine weren't. Mine were based off of how good they played this season because honorable mentions, they shouldn't, if they're not in the top 16, they shouldn't be based off how they're going to predictions in the next season they should be based off how they played last season because if they were which all my guys played amazing last season then they should be in the top 16 right off so my first honorable mention is Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles he has shown that he is practically Lamar Jackson but way better thrower he is going to be an amazing player in the next few years and he already is so it's going to be awesome to see what he can do this season, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> okay, my first honorable mention is going to be Joe Burrow. The sole reason why I have him on honorable mentions is because of his injury last year. If he wasn't hurt, he'd be a top-ten quarterback for me. So it's just unfortunate that he, he went down late in the year last year, but I have no doubt he'll be back in the top ten, maybe even top seven and above going forward. Yeah, I can agree with that. No, I can't. But <laughs> uh, my my second honorable mention is going to Derek Carr. Mm. He did have an amazing mm. se- He did have an, an amazing season last season, but I feel like that Josh Jacobs is really going to come out as maybe one of the best running backs in the league, and his receivers are going to explode and all. Austin Hooper, not not Austin Hooper, uh, they're tight end. I'm blanking Darren on Waller. Name. You, yes, I, I can't believe I blanked on this name. Darren Waller is an amazing tight end. He's going to show 
how good he is this season, and Derek Carr may have may have just had a fluke of a season, but he is a good, he is a good quarterback. Man, he dominated last year, Bryce. That's a that's unfortunate. He should be in their top sixteen, I think. Mm-mm. But going on, Cam Newton for me, another honorable mention for me. Um, man, it really stinks that he had a bad a bad crew around him last year. I mean, not many guys to help him out in the receiver game. And again, he started off the first two or three games on fire. I mean, his passing was unbelievable. He was carrying the Patriots. He made some unbelievable throws, unbelievable runs. And really showed why he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league for over a decade now. But again, he got COVID. So that slowed him down completely. He was out of the games for a a few games. And when he came back, he really lost his touch. He really lost his feeling for, you know, how to throw. And I think also... Learning that new offense, that Josh McDaniels offense, it's very complicated. That's all you really hear up in the Patriots is that offense takes years to learn. So it was obviously a big learning curve for him to learn that offense and to learn everything about that. So I see no reason why he can't be a top 16 quarterback going next year for sure. He has all the tools now to do it. Another year on his belt to learn this offense. He'll be back to normal cam, I hope, hopefully, going in next year. No, if we were doing... For honorable mentions, he would be my fourth, purely because of all the help he is getting, and I really hope... No, he has no help he's getting right now. They they did sign a lot of help and pieces in the offseason, which is going... Like John o. Smith, who will probably have a breakout season as a tight end. Yes. Because Cam Newton, like you said, is a great passer, and I feel like next season he could do great, but don't have him in my top three. He is, he is top four honorable mention, though. Oh, jeez. Third honorable mention... You're not going to agree with this at all. But I feel like he is going to be so determinated. Determinated to. Determined. Determined. Determinated is a new word. Uh, (laughs) Determined to just break out because of how overlooked he's been ever since he left his team. Jameis Winston coming in at my third honorable mention. Although he is splitting time with Taysom Hill this season, I feel like Jameis Winston is going to be a way better passer. Jameis. I pronounce it Jameis, okay? <laughs> uh, a way better passer and a lot more efficient, a lot more accurate than Taysom Hill. He deserves a lot more time. And third on will mention, Jameis Winston. All right, my last one, Matty Ice, you know? Matty Ice? Matt Ryan's going to have a good, another good year. He's just been a very consistent quarterback in this league for so many years now. I just feel like there's more upside quarterbacks ahead of him at this point in his career. That's why he was not in my top 16. But again, great quarterback, very consistent. It's unfortunate that they lost uh, Julio Jones, but still have their new tight end, Cal Pitts and Calvin Ridley, of course, and also not a, two, not a bad number two in Russell Gage as well. So they will be fine next year. Their offense will be fine. Just hopefully their defense can kind of rebound after a wacky few years for those guys. No. I can agree with that, but that's what I put. That's why I put him in my top sixteen. But, anyways, I hope Wait, you enjoyed. One last thing, Bryce. Is there a comment section for this? Can you comment on the podcast? No, I think so. I don't know. Well, if you can't comment, drop down below who you think had a better list, and maybe even drop down your own list below, and maybe even give 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 us reasons why. We would love to hear them. And with that said, I hope you enjoyed Tevis's presence on this episode today. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, 
Yeah, see you guys Peace in out. the next episode. Never say that again.